Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, wherever you are listening to us. This is the Kev vs. Pizza podcast. My name is Pizza. My name is Kev. Hey Kev, how you doing? I'm really good. We've got a special guest tonight. We do. He's dressed like uh, the poker player, the can we not say? Can we not say who it is yet? Okay, we'll we'll say, draw it out for okay. a little while. Let's just say we do have a special we guest. We have a special guest. And may I say, before what? we start oh, anything sorry, at all... What did you describe him as? The Unabomber. There's a, a poker player. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to say a not poker the guy player. That blow, not the guy that blows stuff up. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> keep it light, I think Pizza. the poker player is named after him. <laughs> he sets off a few Syrian air bombs. Yeah, sirens, if you know what I mean. Um, so before busy. we go on, yeah. I have to announce that yeah. just like number 35 for the cats, tonight's episode might be a little bit short and angry. <laughs> It's the Paul Chapman episode, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Wrestling Giovanni has given us half an hour. It's our own fault. It, it's it's mostly my fault. And Jenga's fault. Fuck you, Hasbro. Yeah, yeah, Jenga. I came um, in here like, it's my first night off. Let's just take as long as we want. Yeah, so we took it a bit easy. Luke wasn't here with the timer. Speed um, Jenga didn't happen. So there was no speed Jenga. It was just regular Jenga. And boy, is regular Jenga. Entertaining, oh. yet nonetheless, sometimes painstaking Jenga. Well, we're trying to fit in... T20, a T20 cricket tournament. <laughs> There's only one of him. By playing test cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, don't say who it is, but I'll give it away. Um, so yeah, the wrestling Giovanni. He's, wrestling, uh, and he's I, threatened to get on the top rope. Yeah, I, I asked him. I said, because it's 10 o'clock. Good night, Beth and Mick. Well played in uh, launches. Well played. We'll have our revenge one day. Next thing, next thing, next thing. Um, I asked it because yeah, it's ten o'clock, and usually we finish up about ten thirty. So yep. I didn't want to push the friendship with wrestling Giovanni. Absolutely not. But at least now we've never we're finding our limits, boundaries. It's yeah, about it's boundaries. It's about that's right. Versus Pizzle. It's, it's all about, about boundaries. boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't there a, so number thirty-five? Wasn't, number 35. There, wasn't there a movie made about him? A movie? Yeah, Chappie. Oh, yes, of course. Chappy. He was a little bit robotic at times. The one with the huge jacket, right? Yeah, but we're referencing Paul Chapman from Geelong Football Club. And he played a, he played an integral role, um, and I feel bad for St Kilda, oh. when they, they were all in, and Chapman. they were a lucky bounce away from, well, a non-unlucky bounce away from beating Collingwood, and then uh, took Geelong to the wire. Oh, all credit. Yeah. it was Chappy that... He won the Norm Smith the, in Kicked the goal that. from just outside the square. You know, yes, like, yeah. Towards the end. That's right. And he, and he won the Norm Smith that grand final. And of all three grand finals that Geelong won in that era, he was, I think, in the Norm Smith voting in all three of them. Wow. He was one of the best players on the, the grand finals. The Gary Hawking of the grand finals. Yeah. And, yeah, and won the Norm Smith in 09. Um, he was... He was sort of the Clay Thompson of the Supercats, uh-huh. in that in his own right he was a superstar, but he didn't get the plaudits of yeah. some of the other players on the team because he was playing with some all-time greats. A George Harrison, a George Harrison, if you will, yeah, if you will, that's right. <laughs> I will. A Kevin McHale, although Kevin McHale probably gets quite a lot of plaudits. Was he a button cap? He was a button cap. <laughs> he, was, he was better than a button cap. Yeah, was he wasn't better. quite an antenna. Well, cap. Wasn't tall enough. Somewhere between. Um, so we've got to be quick now. Yes, we've, we've three, got a limit. we're on the clock. Can I? Um, so can I hold the stick for a minute? You can definitely hold the stick. So I just I want to say um, that like a week counts for a lot. 
it, it's been a, it's been a week, so the bad stuff that it's still bad stuff nonetheless. Yet a week later, um, on the weekend, I was um, feeling the pinch, and I really wanted to just go on a bender and write myself off, but I didn't. Ooh, and nice. Saturday night was very boring and unexciting and uninspirational and deflating. However, when I woke up on Sunday, I felt a lot better, and so good that when I woke up, I woke up early on Sunday night. And I was like, what am I going to do? Watch TV for an hour before I go to work. And I thought, well, what the hell? I haven't tried. The one thing I haven't tried with this whole exercise thing is doing it before work. So I did it. It was demoralizing, painful, and I've never felt so unfit in my is life. Is this the UFC yep. fit? However, I feel great. And I feel good for the rest of the night. Oh. Didn't do it the next night because my legs were too sore. Did it the night after that. And it's working. So I'm very, very optimistic and excited about the future. I think I've found the answer to making this thing work. Having working night shift as well as having functional days, yeah. it's, uh, I think it's training before work. Training before work? Because so, you were initially going to go with training after work. Well, yeah. Like so Louis used to train after work yeah. and then sleep solid. and I just, I, It didn't work for me. Yeah. I tried doing it at some point during the day. It just could never work. Not for everyone. I think this might work. So I just want to say that um, it, it could be the first day of the rest of my night shift life. That's awesome. Well, Monday was, but <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> I feel a lot better than I did a week ago. And you don't have work tonight. You don't have work I tomorrow don't. night. I don't. It's actually ended up working against us. We were so cocky was, and complacent. It was total tortoise and hare. Thinking we could just stay here till midnight. Tortoise and hare. Tortoise and the hare. <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought of Sher- like Sherlock and Sherlock and um, Moriarty. <laughs> Watson. Sherlock that's, and Watson. That's what I Watson. That matter. Moriarty was Sherlock's uh, nemesis. Has there been a detective show called uh, Tortoise and Hare? Imagine that. I've got to say, there's potential. <laughs> that would be so good. Jake and the Fat Man was probably the closest we've had to it. Turner and Ooch. Turner and Ooch. Tortoise and Hare. All right, do you want to hold the stick for a minute? I've just got a question, and Tortoise and Hare has has <laughs> led me to it. Should I? Can I be Tortoise? <laughs> and you be Hare? If anyone's going to be Tortoise, Kev, come on. Let's be fair. Tortoise and Hare. Let's be fair. Let's. <laughs> so at work at the moment, we've had an ongoing argument that's lasted multiple days and has brought in. People that are just in the office randomly to the argument. And it would seem everyone has an opinion on this. All right. Now, you might remember Australia's first Winter Olympic gold medalist. Is this um like the water cooler or just anyone that's passing by? Hey, hey, while you're here. That, that's right. While you're here, come over here. I want, want to hear, hear your idea on this. This is good. And this is spawned, spanned, sorry, across multiple days. Multiple days. To the point where today a discussion was taking place... A relatively civil discussion about something. Someone poked their head up to be cheeky and just said, Stephen Bradbury, and it was on. <laughs> so, Stephen, so just a little really, bit of. So that just, wasn't my guess, but I thought. Yeah, so, just a little bit of background. Stephen Bradbury, as people may or may not know, is Australia's first ever Winter Olympic gold medalist. He was the first. He won in, I think it's called the short sprint or something like that. It's the, it's the sprint. Speed skating. Speed skating where they go around in circles and there's four of them. Yeah. And basically whoever wins the race. It's like a horse race. But whoever wins the race. With humans. <laughs> yeah. And Stephen Bradbury won by, in the final, he, hang, he hung back on purpose from the leading three, or the leading pack if you will, 
Gleden Packle knocked each other over, fell to the floor. On the last corner. On the last corner, and he just skated through with his arms in the air. Coasted through. Coasting through, saying, hey, I just won Olympic gold. What just happened? Australia's first Olympic gold medals. Now, I won't give you my opinion on it. The argument is at work, or the question is, do you consider Stephen Bradbury to be an Olympic hero? Yes. I will say that I was, I'm so grateful that I, there was, it might have been, I can't remember what channel it was, hopefully it was ABC, uh, it was a segment, maybe it was when the Winter Olympics were on, mm. and it was a little five minute thing that was with Stephen Bradbury, right? And I, heard, and I heard his side of it, mm. and, and so, we've only got 30 minutes, he said, he said, my grand final, not grand final, for fuck's sake, the final, what do they call it? The final. The gold medal event. They don't call it a grand final, do they? they call it a final. The final. He said, my final was the semi. He said, in the semi, he'd actually, he'd also, he'd come back, he had an accident, a speed skating accident that severed an artery. He almost had to give it away. He came back from that, made it to the Winter Olympics. He said his final was the semi-final. The semi-final, he says he rode the race of his life to qualify for the final. Mm. So I have absolutely no qualms at all because I was so glad I saw that because then I realised that he has to put up with this joke that's a bit funny, but yet he doesn't get credit for the fact that he was in the final and he was an Australian that don't often get in Winter Olympics finals. Exactly. And so he is absolutely a hero. He came back from almost having his career ended and he made it to an Olympic final. And if you're in the final, anything can happen. Might, might I say, I'm, I'm thankful that you agree with me. Because I also agree. I'm in the, he's an Australian hero. An Who's Olympic hero. People so, say that he's not. Well, the people are at, people get angry. Multiple days? At the concept of him potentially being considered a hero. And to go a bit further on your story, there's been a lot of Wikipedia searching through these arguments. Oh my god! And you're absolutely correct. He had, he did suffer from injuries in the past. Oh, I'm so glad I said this before Not you were there to back it up. He was, I think, in his third Olympics in that Olympic Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. In the previous two, he had been the favourite going into the final. Really? And had been skittled. I recall. I don't like recall the that. people in front of him no. had been skittled. So it was his tactic to stay back, but that's because previously he'd been burnt. He'd been burnt, chasing or, chasing speed or iced, as it were. Iced. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, so I and he'd come back from injury. He'd done the hard yards. He's a freaking speed skater from the driest continent on earth, except for Antarctica. Maybe I don't know how it works. No, Antarctica is actually the driest continent on earth, isn't it? It doesn't rain there. Anyway. He's a speed skater from Australia. <laughs> um, are you? Are you? You're telling me that there's people who there are people in my people office who claim that he is nothing but lucky. They think he's almost a cheat. I've had him over the past oh. week and change. He has been compared to history's great cheats. Have, I can't remember exactly who. Have any of these people made? A state final, let alone a national final, let alone a fucking world at, final. At one stage, I did raise my hand and say, "Excuse me, could we have an opinion from any of the Olympians in the room?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> and were there any hands raised? Uh, no. And then it went to an argument. 
about how there are certain sports where anyone could make the Olympics. Oh, I'm disgusted. I, I was thinking of you, Kev. I was thinking of you. This is, this is not just a bunch of guys watching footy and they're all secretly thinking, if I had my time again... I this could have been a, a good footy player. This is a bunch of public servants this, on the pa- using your tax dollars, <laughs> ladies and gents. I'm going to go a little bit 6PR here for a second. Your tax money is going into their coffers <laughs> to take time out of their working day where they're, let's face it, they're not doing much with pressing buttons and pushing paper. Exactly. And in between that... And in between that, they're besmirching the, the achievements. They're calling an Australian hero... An Australian a, hero... A lucky cheat. A lucky cheat. A bozo, if you will. <laughs> Comparing him to Hitler. I've worked in governments when I've seen... Governments. I've worked for the government and seen people take a smoke break for 10 minutes every hour. We've discussed this before resulting in one hour each day that they're getting paid to smoke cigarettes and that that see you regulars later that is Sheila in, in the raincoat oh the raincoat's back thank you getting paid one hour per day to smoke cigarettes outside the building is honourable compared to getting paid for one hour to call Stephen Bradbury a fraud Exactly. Thank you. I'm, I'm very thankful that you're in my uh, I can't camp. believe yeah. I'm glad. I'd be picking yeah. up a chair if I worked in there, I think. I, w- I would like to hear the opinions over Facebook or Twitter or... Where are we up to? All right. We're any, almost halfway through already. That's all right. Or any of our, plat- any of our media platforms. <laughs> what do you think? Let us know. What do you think, listeners? Text Fire in. Clay members. Don't text in. We're not giving you our numbers. But please, email, tweet us. Skip Beavers. I was going to reply to you on air tonight. We don't have time. I'm really sorry. When we do check the inbox again, let us know what you think about Stephen Bradbury. Skip Beavers wasn't here tonight. He wasn't. I want to know. Oh, I do have a question for it. Okay. The email I was going to send, I was going to say, can we just say to him, are you a fan of Elvis? Elvis? Yes. And it's purely because I just want to be able to say, Skip Vivas Las Vegas! <laughs> and I hope he hates Elvis, because I'm just going to do that every time. I reckon, I reckon Jay's a fan of Elvis. I hope so. He strikes me as an Elvis fan. Right. I can't remember what I, I had all stuff on my phone, but let's face it, we don't have time for that. We've got 15 minutes and 22 seconds. Do you have? Have we done? We've done Chappie. Done my bit. Can, is, can, can we find a, some way that Stephen Bradbury is connected to the number thirty-five so we can dedicate this to him? Let's say it was the thirty-fifth Olympiad. Not only just to him, but his wasn't. heroic athletic achievements that inspired a nation. You know what? I think it's just bothering these civil servants that. It's just reminding them of what they are, what they're lacking. They're, they're so they're not even they're so far from not even being close well, that they've never even worn lycra. But let's face it, they've held back all their lives, <laughs> and no one in front of them's fallen over yet. <laughs> they're a little bit hurt. They've actually got to apply for promotions. <laughs> yeah. They've got to go through the selection process. They're not just <laughs> strolling through life with their arms out <laughs> as the good skaters, the good public servants in front of them have fallen over. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Hello, I've brought the muffins and the coffees that you requested. Well, it just turns out that Bob's had a heart attack. You're now the general manager. Welcome aboard, Fred. All right. What do you mean, Premier? It was the mail boy last week. 
Anyway, should we introduce our guest? Not anymore, sir, friend. <laughs> yes, I've brought along a friend from work. A friend uh, from work. I've given him the disclaimer. We don't say where it is. We just are proudly part of the, the infamous Night Shift crew. A special breed. So, uh, and Jared, if you're listening... I hope you're enjoying getting it on a Friday morning. It's a it's a wham bam thank you ma'am. It's a quickie on a Friday morning. And I bet you weren't expecting this. Say hello to T. Hey you folks, this is Mr. T. <laughs> and just remember, Jared listened to this podcast on Friday. <laughs> and he loves to get it. He loves, loves to get it on a Friday it. morning. So um, yeah, one of my fellow night shift team, um, T, that I've been talking up for a while whenever he's prepared to listen about uh, what I do on a Thursday night. I finally got Thursday nights off. He said, I've also got this Thursday night off. Where the hell is the pirate bar? Here he is. Bam. He's come from free. And just to clarify, T is the person, I think I mentioned on a podcast, he liked our page and I thought it was another Skep Vivas Las Vegas. (laughs) Yes, he did. He does have a lot of consonants in his surname. One of them being T. Which would... (laughs) That was his first name. Oh. We, we don't need to say, uh, even though it's there on Facebook, but you know, we don't give people's full names out on the air. No. But uh, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. You're officially a uh, long table member. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, very, very much thank you. I'm so sorry that this is going to be short because me and Kevin were playing games. And Kevin got lucky, he got me as a team member, and he won two games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of luck. One of the longest games of Jenga ever played featured <laughs> oh, yeah. you guys. In the first round. It was the first round. As I've mentioned before, though, first round Jenga games do go longer because people aren't as boozed up yet. So and I, you did happens. point out that if we were, if we were geeks, because of course we're not geeks, we're very cool. But it would be a great review when... Um, yeah. Uh, review. The Jenga took too long, although it was cool playing against a couple of chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to interact with members of the opposite sex. <laughs> oh dear. Four out of five Jenga blocks. Oh man. We are the geeks. We, we just beat those two girls. <laughs> the we best, did win. The best thing about that whole game, I think, is that I went over to you probably about a quarter of the way through because a couple of our patrons had scared off a couple of new patrons. <laughs> really? <laughs> and and I had commented to you guys. With the only ones. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else has been scared off now as well. <laughs> I, I, I went over to you guys and I said, uh, I told you the story about how uh-huh. these creepers had scared off some nice new customers. <laughs> People that potentially might have hung around for a bit longer. That's right. And, and enjoyed the night. Once again in their life. And then when I left the table, so I've told this story, when I left the table, the girls sincerely require, inquired with you guys if you were the creepers. <laughs> because <laughs> Which makes no sense. But it was this... We, I mean, we were, we were trying to be respectful, but uh, it, it was a game of Jenga. And... I will quote. There's a lot of pulling. I had le- I had to let a lot go. She said, um, I wouldn't wiggle that one if I was you. Uh, one of the other girls said at one point, um, this is just a very awkward angle. And <laughs> there was a clincher. There was, um, 
You were you were reckless, reckless tea, reckless tea, reckless tea. And then at some there was one point where it was something to do with the touch. He's got the reckless touch. And I tell you what, when I eventually said I can't take it anymore, I'm too immature for this, and made a joke about it. Um, all of a sudden, we were the creep. You were the creeper, like that, like that. They turned on you. I'm telling you, I might have never been so insulted in my life. Ah, that was just loser's dilemma, man. <laughs> losers, <laughs> the loser's dilemma. <laughs> Not sure what the loser's dilemma is, but <laughs> they're clutching at straws. Maybe it's because maybe that's the loser's dilemma. Yeah, we he never the, knows what the dilemma is. We beat them fair and square. Yeah. <laughs> but this, this is like having a fear of fear. Yeah, it's like <laughs> fear para. Fear, what is it? Uh, um, a phobophobe. A phobophobe. <laughs> being scared of being scared. <laughs> Can you imagine going down that rabbit hole? Jeez. <laughs> or Googling Google. Googling Google literally so does make the internet explode. I've tried it. The loser's dilemma is that they you don't know you're a loser. <laughs> or no. The loser's dilemma. No, is... they're blissfully happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's no dilemma it's at no all. Dilemma That's at all. everyone else's problem. The loser's dilemma is that the loser doesn't know they've got a dilemma. I don't know. <laughs> it was only 30 seconds ago, but it's gone. It's gone now. We'll have to yeah. play it back. Instant replay. Probably both of them couldn't believe that we just beat them. In we, just second game, right? It was It was, it was your games. second game ever. My second game. That's true. So yeah. First ever game of couples, Jenga. Yeah. I hate to break it to you guys, but you're now a couple. But. Hey, at least we got to know each other first. Oh, yeah. He the just... geeks. <laughs> the cool geeks. I'm not, he's, he's somewhere between a, a, a sheik and like a modern sheik and um, someone from a Pitbull video. There's definitely poker player in there as he's well. He's looking very rock star, isn't he? Because he's got the sunnies on, <laughs> yeah. the hood light. He's not giving any tells away. No. Sure, he's going all in with a couple of twos. but <laughs> and, a, and a reckless finger. <laughs> and and, and uh, Jeff Big Arms Hungle card that somehow got in the pack. <laughs> But it's a hell of a kicker. Well, those girls should be proud because they just lost to the guys who lost to the champs. We did. Well, that's right. You guys yeah. lost to the champs. Oh, no. Right? You didn't lose to the Jenga champs. No, we lost to, we lost to the launchers champs. Yeah. And Jenga grand finalists. We lost to the Jenga runners-up. Yeah. And uh, I got to the semi-finals of Mario Kart. Never played it before. And no mean feat. You were, you were beating Ariel at one point. Ariel's quite good at Mario Kart. Well... Once we'd started the final, at that point I was aware that the yellow button was needed to be pushed down to go. And I said, is there some kind of a boost? Or And he, and he was like, yeah, it's... Um, and I, he sort of told me, but I can't really remember. And I was thinking, I should have sussed out the boost before so I took on someone who actually knows how to play Mario Kart. I don't, I don't know the boost either. Some, I can't remember. He said you've got to push something at a certain time when you're at a certain yeah. part of the track or something. And I just thought, this is over for me. Sounds like the loser's dilemma. <laughs> I've wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is a dilemma. All right, this is precious little time. Seven minutes. What do we do? How do we make it count? Um, oh, T, tell us. How, it's your first time. At, it, it, T, I just want to say for the record, I've told you before, he's so cool that this, today when I said, it's all right, it's not, it's easy, simple games. It's, you know, childish games. That's yeah. the fun of it. You know, like Connect Four. And he said, what? <laughs> and I got to show someone an image search of Connect Four. And then I said, Jenga as well. You know Jenga? 
No. <laughs> so what? This is so cool. If I can ask, because this is a games podcast. Please. Apparently. Interview our guests. Have you ever played any games? Any board games or... about Ludo. Yes, I've played Ludo, Snack and Ludo. Ludo. Not Cluedo. Ludo. Ludo is like I've heard trouble, it. I think. Does Ooh. it have a problematic bubble? Uh, that has uh, four houses. Uh, you've got four. I, don't, I think trouble added the problematic bubble to Ludo. I think that's the only difference. You roll a dice and you move a little marker around yep, the board yep, yep. and you've got to like collect something I never really got I think it. one thing we could do with adding to our podcast is a problematic bubble is there somehow we can work that into it I've, I've got a problematic bubble at home <laughs> what's it it's, it's attached to a <laughs> Star Wars game oh you mean like the um yeah uh Pop-O-Matic bubble uh Pop-O-Matic is that that's what I'm thinking of sorry so Ludo you've played oh I thought you said Ludo. problematic oh could be a problematic said, bubble if a, it's broken. A problematic bubble. <laughs> I said problematic. I thought you said a problematic bubble, and I thought that was a tactic of the game. Oh, he's gone for the problematic bubble. <laughs> oh, this is going to cause so many problems. Oh all right, my. I'm sorry. I've, interv- I've, I've uh, hijacked your interview already. That's all right. Now it's ringing for you. So Ludo. Ludo. Uh, snake and ladders. Snakes and ladders. Yeah. We need snakes and ladders here. We haven't done this. We could definitely make a drinking game out of Snakes and Ladders. Yep. Yep. I'm going to work on that, thanks, T. What about uh, Snakes and Ladders launches? Nah, it's not going to work, is it? Launch a snake and watch people people go. Snakes and launches. Snakes and launches. (laughs) Well, uh, I went to the time zone just like three weeks ago. The night we met Jared again at the food festival. Uh, Hang on, just uh, did you say food festival or foot festival? Food festival. I'm still not sure. It's my accent. Come on. <laughs> All right, I'm just I'm just picking people guy. that would go to the foot festival. It's so, an interesting crowd. Jared, if you're listening, yeah. So the, see you at the foot festival next week. But so, I, you, food festival. Yeah, I so, heard it. It's all right, too. Okay, just I, before the time, uh, before the food festival, time's over. It has changed the snack and letters in the pipe and letters. They have the snacks and ladders pipes. at times on. The plumbing pipes. Oh. They don't sell any more snacks and ladders. Hey, pipes and ladders? What was the, Were snakes offensive? Yeah. Are they, they have inappropriate the, for some reason? They have changed the snakes into the pipes now. Maybe it's because they, they don't even... Pipes are straight. They don't want yeah. kids sliding down snakes? <laughs> is that what it is? Is it like a but, Rolf Harris kind of thing? If I may just point out that when they're complaining about the ice epidemic, why are you encouraging kids to get amongst pipes? Yeah, that's a good point. Kids don't need more pipes in their life. You're right, though, because it is shoots and ladders in places as well. Shoots, Yeah, shoots, because it's like slides. You go down a slide. Oh, shoot with a C. Yeah. I was thinking... Oh, like bang, bang. In America. In Texas. Anyone get a game of shoots and ladders? Yeah. It's endorsed by the um, what are they the, the NRA, NRA. the NRA and, and Paul Chapman shoots and ladders yeah Paul Chapman I'm sure he owns a gun must be a 35 I'm not sure if that's must be Walker Texas Ranger <laughs> oh dear episode 35 
Brought to you by, I don't, I don't know anything about guns. If I guess, I'll sound like a fool. No, that's right. Brought to you by the Glock. Not knowing anything about guns is definitely a good thing in life, yeah. I think. Hello, America, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> we do have, I think it might be like our Spanish listener or our Swedish listener. Oh, yeah. And it's just some kind of automated thing. It might be Spotify, I'm not sure. But we have a regular American listener. It's Coxie, isn't it's, it? No, it's not. can't be. Coxie's living in Texas nowadays. Oh, and really? Pretty sure he's... Yeah, he lives he's in Austin. Philly. Yeah, he lives in Austin. Cool Texas, for those that don't know. So, I did yeah, have a friend in America. It's like North Carolina or something. It's, it's a, a place... It might be one of my relatives, but I don't oh, think wow. they'd be listening. If they are, hey, how you doing? Hello, if you're listening. Drop us a line. American listener. If we would love listening. to know who you are and yeah. your opinion on how we're doing. Unless you're just the random Spaniard. Who <laughs> sometimes travels. Yeah. Gets just around. To, just to elude us. Just to keep us guessing. To elude us. <laughs> from the problem from the problematic bubble. <laughs> problematic bubble. And the foot festival. Kevin's pizza. It's a problematic bubble. <laughs> um oh, well peace. We went to the casino as well after that. Oh. <laughs> now they have some games. Not once again, not wise games to play. We just want to confirm that at games night you get to play for free. That's right. And you're not compelled. Most of the games. You're not forced to stay. Um, <laughs> We've got 38 seconds. First night of games night, T. How'd you enjoy it? It was fun. Hey, I like that response. Yeah. That's good. It was awesome. We just beat the girls who were taking us for geeks. We right? did. We did. Yeah, they we they did. started talking trash back to us. Creeps, oh, yeah. technically. During the five minutes while they were having their turn. And um, and we also had the Connect. Connect? Connect for launches. Yeah. We got, we're in, we got beat by the champs. No shame in that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have to wrap it up or Wrestling John's going to put me in a, an ankle hold. Um, <laughs> well, can I give you See? this then? Um, he knows ankle hold. I am. Um, Cordango. Another part of the reason why I'm feeling really good was because during the, the podcast led me to something that led me back to rummaging through some of my old junk and Ooh. I went through some of my old card collections and things like that and, and I enjoyed it and it's gotten me nice. back into it and I've uh, it's put me on a, on a, a good path um, back in touch with things that I used to enjoy but have been buried in my junk room for a long time and because the guy who, when I said, now that's a wrestler and you said... And I said, Hillbilly Jim. And you said, no, 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 the guy with the earrings. Yeah. And I was like, I know that guy because I had him on a wrestling card you somewhere. wrestling cards? Now, I haven't brought them all along, Pizza, and just as well because I knew there was no time. But do you remember who that was? The guy with the earrings? Someone Lou. The guy with the earrings. Someone Lou? You're right. Lou someone? Would that be... Who's that? Captain Lou Albano or Albano. Captain Lou Albano. That is definitely who I am thinking of every time I see, um, and I've forgotten his name, which is I don't, I don't even care what his name it's is. South African boy. He is, he is Lou. Charles. <laughs> Sorry, Charles, if you're listening. Yeah, Captain he Lou is, Albano. He is Captain Lou Albano. That's Albano. him. Absolutely. That is him. I'll treat you... Bomber and Yap, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Sorry, sorry, T. Uh, for the purpose of the, for the, for the trans, purpose of transcript... I'm uh, now showing T a little wrestling card from my collection I found in my junk of Captain Lou Albano. And I don't know what we're doing next Circa podcast. 80s, very 80s. But I dare say, if, if we could look through that card collection of yours. I'm telling you what, Pizza, this is pre-rock, pre-Triple H. This is 
the Scanlon's card series that was brought out in 1986, a la Hulk Hogan, Rowdy Roddy Piper, that kind of thing. So sorry to our young listeners, but to anyone who loved wrestling in the 80s, which was when I enjoyed it, have I got some stuff to show you? Oh, I think you're going to enjoy it. I will definitely enjoy it. In any event, we must be on our way. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Thanks to our in-studio wooden table member, T. Reckless T. Reckless T for coming down. Thank you, Kev, for Thank being you, here. Thank you, All Games Nights. Lovely when you hear All Games Nights. Yeah. I love it. Uh, well, hey, man, this is the new Thursday. Yeah. It's awesome. I can't wait. Next week we will endeavour to not only have the fact fact that we don't have a curfew, it still doesn't mean we've got to start on time. That's right. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Sorry, T, you want to say something? Probably Jared will uh, see it live next week. Ooh. With me. Oh. I tell you what. That's a promise. We lost to Beth and Mick in launches. We also lost to Beth and Mick in Jenga. And uh, and I said, it makes you want to come back, to, doesn't it? And T was like, next week. So I'm not, I'm not saying you have to come back next week, but he's in. It's almost uh, Dolph Lundgren. He'll be back. Mm. I'm all in. <laughs> and that's a wrestling the event. The Unibomb's in. And that's a wrestling event. Alright guys, thank you so much Can't wait for next week To see you all back at the Pirate Bar We might have a show in between then We might Maybe. not, we'll we've, see We've never done a show this short We hope we've left you wanting more Thanks, you've been great, good night See you guys